You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus <clears throat> at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself and Emily. Hi. Hi. Glad to be back. I'm glad you're back. We got so much love about your podcast with with me last week like everyone's like we love emily she is so fun oh. we love her takes so well, i i had a great i had a great job a great time i had a lot of fun doing it so well we appreciate you um this week right now i am in cabo because it's my all in work retreat um a bunch of my coaches won a trip and i was really trying to figure out when to do it because everything's so like insane and so i picked this week and so now i'm in a little slice of heaven what are you up to this week well i'm in my bedroom i'm not in cabo <laughs> oh there's that <laughs> so pretty much i'm just an asshole i'm feeling yeah. a heather right yeah from the you're like and i'm i'm here in cabo but um, i'm here you know, in cabo sipping an aperol spritz and an iced tea living my best <laughs> yeah. life well i'm in How's my bedroom, bedroom? And my and my dog's next to me. He's back there, and I'm drinking a you know a, a sparkling ice. So we're not you know, the same. I'm sorry. You All know right. you're so cute. You're so cute. I know I'm cute. I am. I'm really cute. I'm a cute snuffleupagus. Cute. By the way, I saw that TikTok where they did the side by side of a snuffleupagus. And then I got even more pissed because I had <laughs> forgotten. Like, I haven't watched what a snuff of love of it. A snuff of love of it. A snuff of In a long time. And then I was like, you know what? That is like a fucked up thing. It's not like <laughs> you're like a cute little rabbit. Like, there's other cute little animals. <laughs> yeah. That pissed me off. But I know. So anyways, let's get into housewife headlines. All right. The first one has really taken over my Instagram, which is involving Real Housewives of New Jersey. Are you up to date on any Jersey stuff? No, but I mean, I saw the headlines about the the altercation. Yeah. So Jen Aiden (laughs) and Danielle supposedly allegedly get into a physical altercation and are suspended from filming from Real Housewives of New Jersey. This is coming Mm -hmm. from page six. Um, all about the Real Housewives says things we can verify. Daniel Cabral and Jennifer Aiden did get into an altercation. A drink was thrown upside Jennifer's head, and we are told that Jennifer was bleeding near her ear. Sources tell us that the women got into a heated exchange, which turned physical. Jennifer pushed Danielle. Oh, so it started with Jennifer, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, yeah. Pushed Danielle during an argument, and Danielle retaliated by crumpling her... <laughs> I like plastic the <laughs> cup and hurling it towards Jennifer's face, crawl, drawing blood. 
and inside our ledges. However, another source assures us Aiden sustained nothing more than a scratch when Cabral threw her, her beverage. The former did not receive any medical attention. A separate production insider emphasizes Jennifer only pushed Danielle because Danielle got in her face. We're told Aiden and Cabral are not permitted to film even alone as the incident is under investigation launched by Bravo and Sirens Media, the production company behind Real Hoffman's New Jersey. A source tells us that the video footage has been reviewed to help determine whether Cabral threw the plastic cup at Aiden's face or if she hit it while holding it as incongruent accounts circulate behind the scenes amid an ongoing investigation. Is that is that where we're differentiating whether it was assault or not? Is whether she had the cup in her hand when she hit her face or whether she threw the cup? Is that what is it, if Or if it was hit out of her hand, I'm guessing. Oh. But is it a solo I, cup? I just need to know what kind of cup it is. I need If a you visual. can crumple the fucking cup. Right. <laughs> That's the, first of all, I don't, I can't think of any plastic drink cup that you can crumple up. I'm just telling you, I can't crumple this. No. I, this is not glass, but it's not able to, I can crumple this good for uh turtle straw, but I cannot crumple. So if you it was can't, a solo you can't cup, crumple a solo cup either. Like if you crumple it, it just splits. Breaks, which may mean that's why there was a scratch. Yeah. But, or is this, does it matter if somebody pushed somebody first? My big thing is, why the hell are you getting in people's face and physically doing anything? Why does it, wh why? You know shit is not going to fly. Have you ever thrown any drink or beverage at anyone's face? And has anyone thrown anyone, any at you? At me? No. I mean, I've wanted to, clearly. But, um, and I mean, I get pretty pissed off, but I've never... I've never felt like I needed to grab a drink and launch it at someone. So now it's, there's like a real divide between the two groups and it makes sense to me why this past season, Danielle has walked away from every, every time there was a fight, she pulled like a Shannon and she'd walk away. Oh yeah. And I'm wondering if that's because she's worried she's going, she was worried she was going to lose her cool and throw something or do something that would ultimately get her in trouble. And if that's the case, allegedly she has now done it. Yeah. Well, what, what was the information that was so, I don't know, toxic or, or controversial that she uh, attacked? Like she went to that level. We don't know that. Is that the, we don't, we don't know. know what it was. We don't know what it was, but my guess, something along the lines of shit isn't happening now that they're essentially filming two different sides of each group and there's no like cohesion. And so they both probably drank too much and acted like idiots is my guess. Yeah. But now they're, oh, well, how much is there to actually investigate? Cause it's all on camera. So I feel like the investigation shouldn't take more than a few minutes. You just rewind the tape. <laughs> I mean, Guys, if you like when want they make Emily, it, yeah, like when they make investigate, it, <laughs> yeah, send us, just send me the tape. I'll tell you, it'll take five minutes. We'll watch it. And, and then we'll also decide who we're going to blame. And it may not be right, <laughs> but we're going to pick by favorites. That's right. I, that's right. Just send us the footage, please. Send us the footage. We won't leak it, but we'll share our heart hot takes. That's right. The next topic is... Real Housewives of New York star Bryn Whitfield reveals sizzling secrets to ignite your love life. Yeah, I don't know. Were uh, they sizzling? <laughs> well, let's let's look through them and then you tell me. All it right. is 2023, so gender is no longer a thing. If you're concerned about what is in someone's pants, it should be their wallet and not their genitals. I actually disagree on this i think some really rich people whether they're no matter what their gender is could be really lousy in the sack yeah so you're saying you go with sexual aptitude over a thick wallet yes like yeah. if i'm really just talking straight out boning yeah you don't care about the money you just want someone that's good in bed if we're talking solely about sex if we're talking about building a life together I would want, and it's not about money. I want somebody to have goals and ambition and drive and ambition and drive and be on the same page as me and be in bed 
and be good in bed and right. be attractive and all the things. But yeah, that's that's a unicorn. That that's yeah. I mean, that's... but we got to get at least two of the three should happen. But just having a big wallet doesn't give me an orgasm. No, no. And I see a lot of that in Orange County. There's a lot of big wallets with not a lot else going on. Yeah. And I don't need a big situation down there. <laughs> I just need one that properly works and gets just, the job done. Just a good functioning one. Yeah. A good functioning one that yeah. knows how to move. Yeah. Um, The next one, number two, is when you start to like someone, you get the butterflies. So immediately start to date two other people. Then you're not obsessed. You will get the one you like if you have two others. <laughs> this is the worst advice I've ever heard. Essentially, don't be tied down so that you have multiple text exchanges going on. Yeah. But what about if the person that gives you butterflies doesn't like the fact that you're you're with other people? Will you keep that and all in the out. Down yeah. And as especially if you're a social climber, as they called her on. Right. The, you're going to be in hot places. So people are going to see. So is that, are you trying to make him jealous by seeing that you're out with other people that never works long-term? No. And I feel like if it's someone with a quality, you know, someone with good qualities, if they see you out with other people, it's a turnoff and they're not interested anymore. Yeah. So I think that's like, just bad advice. I think it's bad advice. It's like when my husband was like, listen, I'm totally fine with every woman telling me that I ever was with that I was the third person they were ever with. I was fine. I'm fine believing that lie. And I'm like, great. You want me to lie about it? <laughs> You're like, you were number three. <laughs> you were number three. Add a bunch, but you sure. were number three plus three plus three plus three plus three plus um those first couple months we may have added an additional plus, plus 33. <laughs> um eye contact during sex is the hottest thing. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree unless there's talking with the eye contact. Yeah, that's that's weird. But I do that. I talk, but it's not sexy. Like though. what? Please I... tell me what you say. <laughs> I'm just like uh did you respond to that email I sent no! you? <laughs> did did you see that email from the tax attorney? Are we gonna reply to that? <laughs> oh <Yes>. no. That <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that gets you off. You're like, this is really, yeah, this is like, bringing it home to me. Yeah, yeah, I've I've actually had to tell Edwin, let's let's cool it on the talking, but he tries to like do sexy talk, and I'm like, I can do a couple words, but if we get to a full sentence, I've lost like my ability to focus on what we're doing, and I'm laughing at you because I can't. I can't. How do, do you it. make it a full sentence though? Because I feel like sexy talk is just like like, ooh, you're hot. Ah, like, how do you make a full sentence out of that? Well, no, like sometimes he would be like, listen, I've been thinking about you all since last night. You were in my dream. And, and I'm like, no, no, it's a 15 word per sex quota. If you go over, I'm probably not having an orgasm. <laughs> then it's a rehearsed monologue. And yes. You're out. <laughs> you're so hot yeah. or that feels so good or right. tell me when you're going any of those are okay right okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Are you looking for the perfect move in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC. LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. 
Not only do I love my nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. If they want you, they will be with you. There is no, I'm too busy. I have work. If they want you, they will fly across the world to take you to dinner. They will text you at halftime of the NBA finals. <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever dated a professional athlete. Have you? No. I don't so even I know why I had to hesitate. No. I know you you had to think about <laughs> I it. Think like about if there's it. been you're like of my three hundred and thirty three yeah. sexual partners. Uh, no. <laughs> so I don't know. Um and then important, save the butt stuff for marriage. I know you did that. Save the butt stuff for marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not a, did, did I talk about that? <laughs> Like, what did I say? I'll let you stick it in the butt or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Don't brush over this. We're here now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. After a few drinks, I'm like, whatever, whatever. I'm fine. Whatever entrance you would like to. (laughs) Whatever entrance is going to take the least amount of time. I'm happy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And did you reply to the tax attorney about that email (laughs) while you're back there? Oh my gosh. Um, the next one is Jessel claps back from the audience at watch what happens live for being called forgettable with her first seat placement at the reunion. Okay. Jessel being at watch what happens live because Taylor Why was Chandler, she in the audience. So I guess rumor has it. I don't know if this is true, but she was originally the one that was supposed to be on watch what happens live. She said she wasn't available. Once she found this out, then she decided she would go and support Bren because everybody thinks he's so hot. That's the rumor. I don't know if this is true, but she calls out. I'm obviously not that forgettable considering I was first seat at the reunion. Yeah. Well, I was surprised by that. I, I mean, I kind of was, especially yeah. after this week's episode again. I mean, I'm always in the last seat. So I'm like, I'm not yeah. downing anybody in the first seat. I think they're just like, just put Emily in the last one. They're like, she's not going to throw a fit about it. We're fine. Put her in the last one. Oh, gosh. There's nothing worse than sitting at those reunions. Like one time I wore a color and I kept feeling like I was sweating through my dress. And I was like, if I stand up and there's any kind of wet spot, I want yeah. myself dead. Yeah. Um. All right. Now we're on to New York. Uba will not give Aaron her sunglasses back. Aaron says this is the first conflict she has ever had with Uba. And it's the worst conflict in her life. Okay. Worst conflict in her life. That I was like. I have yeah. a lot of worse shit go down with my sister. Like I've yeah. fought with my, like I've had some bad conflicts and if somebody taking your sunglasses and hiding them for 45 minutes is the worst, worst. thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, really? Like that's the worst conflict she's ever had in her life. I mean, I've had like physical altercations with my sister. I mean, yeah. we beat the crap out of each other. I mean, I've gone years and not spoken to my mom. Like there's some serious things that I've there's had to some deal big with. conflicts like yeah. I, I remember one time I mean granted I was like in the sixth grade but my sister took a crowbar to my bedroom door and tried to break in because I told her she couldn't come in because I had friends over and I was probably trying to sneak cigarettes yeah like I think there's been some worse conflicts but oh, wait, then do, Aaron- you, do you remember what a um do you know what a hippity hop is do you remember no. those are you too no. young to know a hippity hop I'm 42 how old are you 47 okay a hippity hopper, those big round things that had like a horse's head on it. And then you just like bounce on them and you hold it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. What yeah. That is, but... I beat the crap out of my sister with a <laughs> hippity hop in our front yard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I almost forgot. Did you try to put a tampon in your butt yet? No, not yet. I Did gave you? you one assignment. 
I know, but I just feel like I know what that's going to feel like. And it's not good. Listen, here's the thing. I'm actually, I feel like I've been on my pee for months because of the menopause or perimenopause or whatever. And I really have tried to take notice if there's ever been an accidental slippage and there hasn't. So that's all I can say about that. There's no, I've never come anywhere near no matter my state of mind. Um, But then Aaron says, you should have talked to me like a friend instead of getting mad. Uba says, don't tell me what to do and calls Aaron a spoiled brat. Is Uba being funny and her timing on how long she holds the sunglasses or is it just petty at this point? I mean, for me, it was just petty. I was over it. I was just tired of the whole, like, I was tired of the the cell phone argument. It was just so, it was like, okay, you got pushed in the pool. She got pushed in the pool. She held your phone. You, you She forgot her phone. It's not like she even went and stole her phone from her. I mean, she left it. She keeps leaving it places. But my question is, and correct me if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. I really, I went back and even watched. I feel like Aaron told everybody else but Uba, that Uba had left the phone in the car. I don't recall her actually ever saying that to Uba, which I'm like, why didn't you would have had her there? Just say you left it and I picked it up. You should actually yeah. be thanking me. Right. Yeah. So that was a huge. Yeah, that was a moment where she could have redeemed herself and she just it was, she kept missing. Yeah, I was like, well, way to go. Then Aaron is getting into the path where she's leaving things often which a little bit bugs me. Here we go. So Aaron leaves lunch early because of Uba. Uba says she hopes that Aaron's Uber breaks down. Uba says she is done with the narrative that black women are angry. She says we are passionate and we don't take shit and are not fake. Sai says this does not give anyone the right to be in someone's face. Um, All right. What Uba is saying is understandable to me. Mm -hmm. Well, then Aaron leaves, but she doesn't actually leave. She says she's going to leave, but then they just sneak around and sit at like a different area of the same bar, right? So then they're well, just all across from each other. Well, I think what happened is they left. This is just my guess to breaking the fourth wall is they left. They wanted to walk to another bar. And then at this point, production is probably scrambling. Oh, they're probably like, to- no, we don't have cameras there. So you're going to have to like. Or they're like, we're trying to get approval for us to film in another one of these local bars and we can't this fast. So now you're going to have to go sit over there, which actually felt very depressing because Aaron and Jenna did not seem like they were having any fun at all on the other side playing. What was it's not checkers. What's it was like connect four. I used to play that with my great grandma when I was a kid. All I kept thinking was. They, could they, they needed to do something more exciting. Like you, they needed to amp up a little. They just look like very depressed people like playing Connect Four wah, and like a retirement wah. home. Like I did appreciate <laughs> Jenna having Aaron's back, but I was also like, hmm. Um, but hold on, now I have to break. I'm having a weird chain of thought. Aaron, uh, Jenna just posted that she's engaged. Jenna's engaged? Jenna's engaged. But we never saw anything about any relationship. We saw a breakup at the beginning of the season. Well, she talked about it. I mean, she talked about a breakup. So now I need to know. One, I know the girl that she's engaged to, which I just realized. I texted our other mutual friend when I was 17 years old. I had just moved to L.A. And there was a group of like people that I hung out with. And Cass, the girl that she was engaged to, was in that group of people. So I was looking at the picture. And I'm like, granted, this has been like 25 years. But I'm like, I swear Uh I know her. So I texted our other friend, Kathy. I'm like, is that Cass that we were friends with? And she's like, yes. So either way, she's engaged. But I want to know, was this who she broke up with? Or yeah. is this fresh? Is this a fresh? Well, did you ask your friend? Did your friend know or no? Well, I felt like that was pushing the limit. I felt yeah. like then I'm crossing a boundary. Yeah. And then I'm like, now am I being an asshole? Like, really, I just needed to know if that's the same person. And then I have to do my own investigating, not right. bringing her in. Right. Um, but then they're back at the villa. Aaron calls her dad and tells him about the drama with Uba. Aaron says she feels like she's back in the seventh grade and Aaron used to get bullied in seventh grade for having a long jaw and a boy called her long John Silver. Yeah. Which I'm really trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> um, well, because... I feel like as a girl, I mean, did you get bullied in the seventh grade? I used to get bullied. I got bullied and they used to call me Teddy Ruxman, which I also don't really That's think cute, is though. 
but it was like I, I remember thinking it was bullying but really it was just this people is were making jokes of your it was name. like when remember those pencils that you could like put the additional pencil in and then it would get yeah. longer yeah people would always steal those from me yeah and but it's not like a memory I really hold on to right I, mean, I, I feel like as, I feel here. like as girls when you get to middle school I, I feel like all girls just get bullied a little bit about something about the way you dress the way you look your hair something. and a boy called her this so a boy could potentially have been flirting with her right I mean that's what I like tell to give a my daughter yeah when she says like oh this boy was mean to me I'm like no he probably just thinks you're pretty and he likes you but they don't know what to do so they do you think that the word bully is being overused these days I do because my own children, I feel like use it incorrectly. My boys, I pick them up at the park after school. And if someone is even slightly mean to them, meaning like they don't give them the swing or they tell them they have to wait, then they tell me they were bullied. So I'm like, no, that's not bullying. That's just, I feel like that word has become way too wide as to, as to actual bullying. I have to have, I have to tell them. No, if someone just, you just, I don't know. I mean, you, you can say the they line? weren't sharing or they weren't yeah. being nice or, right. uh, you know, they were being selfish or whatever it may be, but bullying, like I really has a bigger magnitude to me at right. this point. But what I did notice, um, was wow, Aaron. And I was wondering how this hit you when you talk about your, mm-hmm. you know, relationship or lack of with mm-hmm. your dad, like how close of a bond she clearly has with her dad like yeah her dad's the one that she called and like not Abe not Mm -hmm. her mom her dad and he gave her good advice he did and I I I, that was a really sweet moment for me because I don't have that so to see someone else have that kind of relationship with their dad I mean it always pulls at my heartstrings a little I mean I don't even know what it's like to have just a like a I don't even know how to say just a basic relationship, let alone when I'm upset, that would be the first person I would go to and he would listen and be compassionate and give great advice to her. Like that was, that was amazing. I was jealous of her. I thought you talk about all these bad things that are happening to you. And you're saying this is the worst conflict you've ever had, but think about how lucky you are to have such an amazing family and that support and to have such a great dad. Like that's your go-to. That's amazing. That outweighs all that other crap. Yeah. And he was so calming and like, you know, you love each other. Like he didn't, I, I really was, I was, I watched that and I was like, wow, that's, that's the kind of relationship that when I think about, you know, Shane or mm-hmm. Edwin, I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope that our kids yeah, feel that same way, you know, going forward. But then Bryn tells Jessel that Aaron calls her the dumb, dumb of the group. Jessel says there have been things building up, but she has been nothing said nothing and let it go. But now it's too much. Jessel says that she has a checklist. She has been keeping in her phone about Aaron. Does this scene make you feel like there's more to why Uba is so upset with Aaron besides the phone? Yeah, I mean, Jessel had a good checklist and I respect her checklist because I do things like that too. I like to make mental notes. (laughs) All the time or only while filming? No, all the time. Um, I don't use them a lot, but I feel like it's just a way of keeping a checklist to to have talking points sometimes because there's so much that they don't show on camera. So then a lot of times I think that there's conflict that's disproportionate because there's all these other things that happen that they just can't show. So I understand her checklist. And, but what's funny is she was keeping her checklist under wraps. She only like admitted to it because she got called a dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, she, she was, was like, like, hold up. She was like, oh, oh, hell no. I'm no dumb dumb. Check out my checklist over here. So, I mean, I don't know. Props to the checklist. Well, I knew I liked her, but when she took out, I'm I'm a sucker for lists. So like yeah. the second I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm in full blown love. Yeah. But then I'm wondering, is she having someone help her with said checklist so she can make good points? And if that's the case, then I'm slightly irked. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that just Uba not being able to stop at yeah. this point, like you cannot make a big deal about someone pranking you by taking your phone and then keep losing it. Right. Like if your phone is your prized possession, yeah. where like be like me and wear a bandelier band that everybody yeah. calls is my phone leash yeah. and is embarrassing. 
Yes, and then but, it's always on your body. Right. But how amazing is it that she's in the middle of an argument with Aaron and she like wants to show her something on her phone to like prove a point. And then she's like, where's my phone? I can't find my phone. I don't know where my phone is. I mean, that's amazing. That's why I love like reality TV because you can't even write that stuff. You can't even make up that <laughs> shit. And it was like in the freaking car or whatever <laughs> that's called, the buggy. Um then Bren confronts Aaron. This is starting to get to the point where everyone is coming in on Aaron. Like it's yeah. Aaron's day of reckoning. reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bren confronts Aaron about calling her a slut for flirting with Abe and for calling her a social climber. Aaron says we resolved it and you're bringing it up because of Uba. I mm. kind of agree in this yeah. moment. Did she call her a slut? She didn't call her a slut. She said, I don't appreciate you flirting right. I and mean, bringing up divorce. But slut is a big word. I don't think she said that. I didn't think she said that either. And I, because then I was like, okay, now we're, now we're attacking her, but you're inaccurate when you're attacking her. It's one thing to say that she was upset about the whole flirting with Abe, which that scene didn't even bother me. I thought it was funny and he was going along with it. So I didn't really think it was that big of a deal, but I mean, to take it then to the next level of like, you called me a slut. Now, now we're just, now we're just factually wrong. Yeah. Like if you're going to double down, you have to know exactly what the person mm -hmm. said. Cause the Uba says that Aaron is, Aaron is that person that calls people. And then Aaron interrupts her telling her to shut up and calls her a bitch. bitch. Uba says you're a bitch and everything is coming back at you. Do you feel like at this point it's considered an ambush against Aaron or is like Aaron bringing it on herself? Uh, I think it's a little of both. I do think Aaron, and I like Aaron a lot. I, I think that she, um, I think she's very blunt and I think she doesn't, and she's, you know, constantly quick to tell people what she thinks of them or why they bother her. She also walks out a lot, which irritates me, but you know, then, then when she gets, I don't know, then she had everybody coming with her at once, but I think maybe the other people weren't comfortable confronting her until Uba did. And then they all jumped in because it was like, oh, I see. So we're going to go after Aaron. Now I'm going to pull my list out and, you know, go after her. But I don't think people were comfortable having that conversation with her before they're only comfortable in like a pack mentality. But I mean, as much as they wanted Aaron to like cook in that fucking hot tub, I was like, this season would be completely dry and lost without Aaron shit stirring. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like they they have to have it. There has to always be that person. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Then Uba and Aaron go to talk. Uba says, I don't act like this until I love someone. Uba says she takes it all back. Uba tells her that she talks shit about everyone. And Aaron says she's all facts. The two of them hug it out and decide to move on. <laughs> do you appreciate when housewives can squash it that quickly rather than draw it out or are you like all that like you just wasted 45 minutes of our life yeah for this easy of a result no i i do feel like there should be well i think it depends on the degree of uh i don't know whatever you want to call it, toxicity or whatever i mean um taking someone's cell phone and the sunglasses that was petty so i feel like the the squash factor should be quick i mean are you really gonna drag out the whole cell phone and i and you know sunglass situation for a whole nother episode like please squash that that's irritating but you know i think there's other things that run deeper in other housewife shows where you talk about families or kids or or careers or things like that that clearly are deeper and take longer to resolve. So I guess it just depends on the degree of pettiness. Well, my final thoughts on this episode, and I need to know, could you actually do the limbo? Could you have completed it to fruition? Well, how low are you talking? I mean, none of them made it past the first ring. And it depends on how much tequila I had too. Um, I'd go with probably no. I probably wouldn't have gotten yeah, very me far. neither. I actually no. I kind of attempted to do something with my kids after I watched it and I like yeah. leaned back and I was like, I I feel like I would have failed this one. So. Yeah, no. I mean I had my hip replaced. I'm 47. I feel like I would have just walked through the limbo and just <laughs> taken it out. I would rather that than seeing you play Connect Four, though. So yeah, well, I wouldn't have been a Connect Four. I would have been like, I'm not playing Connect Four right now. So 
It's not happening. Even it's though, guys, happening. if you haven't played dominoes, it's my favorite game. I brought it on this trip. I love it. Anytime I'm anywhere, I want to play dominoes. So really, I'm a 95-year-old woman you are. stuck in a 42-year-old <laughs> body. Wait, can I ask a question what your thoughts were? Yes. When, um, when Aaron went to the other side of the bar after she left, and then she and Jenna went and sat there, and she was upset that no one came up to her. What were your thoughts on that? Because I thought, well, if you leave and you're irritated by everyone and you're like, I'm out of here, but then you go sit somewhere else, but then you expect everyone to come up and ask you if you're okay. Well, okay. The What I've started to figure out about Erin is like, she has that kind of like tougher shell, mm -hmm. but she truly really cares what everybody thinks. So whether it's that she didn't feed people enough or that they didn't like this or that, that like she real it really resonates and bothers right. her, which I can say from my first season on Housewife, that kind of shit really bothered me mm -hmm. on the show. But in real life, when you come to my house, I really don't give a shit. Like I'm like, bring whatever it is you want eat to eat and drink and I'll have what I have and we all figure it out. And if you're not happy, you're not happy. Yeah. So you just so, like, so you just tell people to bring their own food. I say, I'm going to bring, everybody bring your favorite thing. I'm going to have certain things, but like, I don't want to worry if somebody has a food allergy or has oh, so this. So you're saying like, it's, it's not worth it to try to cater to everyone's. No, figure out your own and, shit. Yeah. Okay. And, and I do the same. Like if I know I'm going somewhere, I will bring like an appetizer, an item of something that I enjoy Yeah. so that I'm not like, cause I don't particularly love seafood. Yeah. Yeah, like, if either. that's my only option, I'm like, oh, and then I'm hangry and then I'm pissed. So, like, I'm yeah. going to bring something I like. I'm not a big fan of caviar. I don't know if you know. Yeah. This, but um, are you a big fan of long cucumbers hanging from your mouth? <laughs> I do like don't a have cucumber. Dressing? I do. But I like my cucumbers <laughs> cut like the peasants do. Like, cut them up. <laughs> cut them up and make it easy to chew. Yeah. <laughs> um, So I think that's really what Aaron's thing is. I think Aaron is confident and as as shit story as she can be i think she wants everybody's approval and yeah. when she doesn't get it or she doesn't feel that support uh -huh. it makes her feel bad yeah well then i think maybe what you're saying makes her likable because you can't be just a shit stirrer all the time and not have some level of vulnerability or else you're just not likable so yeah. i guess that moment when she wanted everyone to come up and she you know and nobody was saying are you okay like she was really genuinely upset which makes her look sensitive and hurt so yeah and also like does this group not care about me right and especially if you feel justified in what you're upset about yeah and no one has your back you feel like you're out on a ledge on your own yeah on an island which is the yeah. worst place to feel on a housewife show especially on a trip yes it's even that's awful <laughs> even worse but speaking of trips let's take a little break and we are going to come back and talk about salt lake city Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age. But it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. 
Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. We are back to talk about all things Salt Lake City. Um, before we even talk about it, I watched Meredith on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't and see that. There's something that really bothers me when yeah. I watch somebody on Watch What Happens Live and they won't give a definitive answer on anything. Mm-hmm. Like every question that he asks, like granted, some of them are shady, some of them aren't, but it's it was all like, you know, like whatever. I mean, wouldn't you be? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, like pick a lane, Just pick a freaking lane and yeah. go for it. Like right. clearly this season you're, you're having big reactions, have them now because now I'm watching. I, I took the time to watch this right now. And then you're just <laughs> riding the fucking fence the whole time. Level yeah. up for me. Yeah. Right. So I didn't that watch bugged it, me. but well, was he asking questions about the other women and she wasn't picking a lane or making a, making a, you know, Pretty much anything. The the other women, the other, like, why were you so upset? Like, she couldn't give a definitive answer on anything. Like, even if you're wrong, I still want to hear your thought process, not just, right. you know, you know, yeah. you know, like, you no, know, take it in your headspace. You know, you know, you know. It, it, to me, it almost felt like she didn't want to be there. And I was like, clearly you do. So, Let's yeah. pep up. Well, you know what? Every time I go on Watch What Happens Live, I know I'm going to get asked shady questions. So I just go with it. You know what I Do mean? Do you have a notes like Jessel? No, because I don't know what they're going to ask. I just know they're going to ask shady questions. So I just, I don't prepare. I don't think about it. I just say whatever pops up. And it usually gets me in trouble, but. Do you, you know? have one or two drinks prior to Watch What Happens Live? Probably two. Yeah, that, yeah, I feel like my sweet spot in general yeah. is two drinks. Two more than two is a problematic. Right, more than two, um, I'd either be asleep or fighting with like somebody. Yeah, the art. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I already have a touch of, and I'm sure you guys notice on the pod, I have a touch of like a tongue thrust. So adding multiple drinks really exacerbates the issue. Um, but yeah. Okay, so we are here back at the Trixie Hotel. Um, the women are meeting a man named Cliff to do trust exercises. Angie walks out in her own T-shirt that reads, all tricks, no trust. She says she can be petty like Meredith. Mm-hmm. Do you think Angie's self-made T-shirt was funny or cringe? And would you have done the same? Well, first of all, I thought, where did she get a T-shirt that was blank and a pink marker? <laughs> I know when she said, do you have a Sharpie? And then it was one perfectly made for t-shirt and and wide. And it goes on a shirt. I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that was like really her idea. She texted production the night before and she was like, get me a white t-shirt and a pink sparkly pen. Yeah. That's, that was my thought about the t-shirt. I mean, I like a good petty moment. Like I appreciate it. Um, I mean, clearly she didn't get a t-shirt cause she wasn't invited. <laughs> so I feel like we're past that now. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I also felt like any time that I do anything, maybe I'm just crazy like this and it's my OCD. I always have extras. Oh, so you would have like, brought extra. T- yeah. But even if Meredith brought extra t-shirts, she wasn't going to give it to her. I know, but at that point, don't you want to just be above it and be like, She should have just taken Mary's because Mary clearly doesn't want to be there. So just steal Mary's t-shirt. Mary, problem solved. I don't care how funny Mary's confessionals are. This episode pissed me off so much with Mary. I was like, you know what? Fuck off. I know. You know what? Last episode, I actually, I found her amusing. I'm like, okay, she doesn't want to participate. She's kind of funny. She hangs back. She does her own thing. I respect that. Whatever. This episode, I was like, 
Now I'm just confused why you're even here at all. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, you won't even get off the Sprinter van. Like, you stay in the van with production and make them take you to McDonald's. Like, I... And and not only while you're doing it, you're bitching the whole time. You're not bringing anything to the conversation other than people really telling you, telling other people not to talk to you. Like, right. you are, uh, let's call a spade a spade. You are getting paid to be there. Right. This That's isn't the part like, where I was like, okay, it's not funny anymore. I mean- how how long can that fly? I get a paycheck, but if every time we roll up to a new location, I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to hang back and I'm just going to order McDonald's. Like, I'm going to get fired. But also, speaking of McDonald's, did you notice, I, I had to write this down. When we, when we start, it's Whitney eating a pizza, Lisa eating a bag of Swedish fish, and a family-sized Doritos, and Meredith having a big gulp for breakfast. Like, I'm wondering, is 7-Eleven the only thing open at this point in time? It must be. There must be no food at the Trixie Motel. That's that's all they get is Doritos and Swedish fish. Like, I was like, what? I mean, granted, that looks delicious, and now yeah. I want it right now after my, uh, my second Aperol has arrived, but I'm just saying it was interesting. But then Meredith tells Mary that she wished she would have participated in the trust exercise. Mary says that she likes to choose activities where she's ready to go with the group. And this was too soon for her. I find that bullshit. I don't think bullshit. That didn't even make any sense. What was she? Well, she went to Palm Springs. I mean, she's on a trip with the women, but that's it. Like that's as far as she goes. She's like, I I physically came, but that's it. I'm not going to do any of the activities. I'm just going to sit. My in the human the whole body time. is here, but other than that, I'm no checked longer out partic- completely. Yeah, and then Lisa attempts to chime in, and Mary tells her not to interrupt her. Mary says to Lisa, "Do you have a mute button?" Whitney questions why Mary would want to come on a girls' trip with people that she doesn't want to be with. Um, I personally think that. If I had a castmate that wouldn't participate in anything, mm-hmm. that would be the person that I didn't give a t-shirt to, that I right. wasn't going to bring into the group. Like, right. at least Angie is helping us create good television. At this yeah, point. exactly. Give Angie a t-shirt. Justice for Angie. I actually feel like Mary's the kind of person that, like, you invite out of obligation, but you hope they say no. Like, you know how there's always that dinner? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's You have that true. one friend You're that's like, a real okay, stick in the mud. I'm going to add this one on the group <laughs> chat, but I'm going to make it at a time when I when she's out of town. I... <laughs> like, that's really what I feel like. I'm like, oh, I really hope she can't make it because this is, I, I know Wednesday afternoons her son yeah. has soccer. So right. <laughs> Well, it doesn't, I mean, honestly, it doesn't make sense. Like Meredith doesn't want Angie to be there, but she's perfectly fine with Mary being there. And Mary's rude to every single person, doesn't participate and is annoyed at anything anybody does or says, but you're okay with that person being here. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And then Whitney says she's taking over because she is bored, which I, you know what, at this point, I feel her. Uh, (laughs) Whitney tells the woman to take off all their makeup and cancel glam. Lisa says she flew in glam and wants control over the way she looks. Lisa tells the producers, this is not a good season so far for Lisa. And I love Lisa, but I love Lisa Lisa tells the producers that she's being a good sport, but she can't handle this anymore. Lisa says she's not spending tonight looking ugly when she spent $2,500 and flew her glam to be there. Um, It was it was cringy. It was very cringy. And I love Lisa Barlow, but even Shane watched it with me and he was like, what is she doing? It's just so bad. You know, and here's the thing. I don't think people who have money should ever have to apologize for having money. You have money. Good for you. I don't think you should have to apologize for what you spend your money on. You want to spend $60,000 on glam. And by the way, did you notice that her ring is the same as her glam? They both cost Yeah, 60, it was like 000. everything has to have sixes in it. Maybe yeah, she has OCD know. like me. It was 60,000 for glam, 60,000 for the ring, whatever. And I don't judge whatever you want. You build the biggest house you want flying helicopters. I don't give a crap what people spend their money on. But I think my problem was, is that I was always raised that it's very tacky to talk about what things cost. So it was like the constant throwing out numbers all the time that I was just kind of like, every time I was like, Oh, 
Oof, yeah, oof. I mean, oof. I know there are points where producers will kind of ask, and I remember always hating those types of questions. Yeah. Like when you're in your confessional, and they'll be like, "Oh, I so hate how many bedrooms does your house have?" And you're right. like, "I don't know," and I don't want to say that. Like it make, but then you're like, "And it's five bedrooms, four bath, right. and blah, blah. Right. and you feel like such a freaking douche lord while right. you're doing it. But she says that in scene multiple times multiple times <laughs> I, but i almost feel like she's like a child like she wants to eat candy for breakfast she wants to do all these things but then when things don't go her way she's gonna throw a tantrum you do shit you don't want to do sometimes you know but i also want to call out the like the hypocrisy of all right like i am on a girl's trip with my coaches right now mm. there is no way in freaking hell i would pay for glam so I think we also have to point out that like, are the, Lisa said in a confessional, I pay for glam for every day of blah, blah, blah. And I want <laughs> to be like, go to the grocery store. <laughs> I want to be like, that has to be bullshit. There's absolutely no way. Well, the other thing is not only is she saying she pays for glam for like seven days a week, you know, 52 days out of the year, but she lives in Utah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Where? and I, and Utah's beautiful. I've lived in Utah, but I feel like, I mean, seven days a week, you know, every day, I, I don't know. I, that just doesn't make sense to me because it's just very low key. A lot of the time, very or outdoorsy, but you know, I but don't know. She said she, to producer, she paid $2,500 for her glam for the trip, which great. But also that means she paid for them to fly there. Mm -hmm. Oh, something else that pissed me off about this trip while we're on the topic of money Meredith continuing to say that Angie got a free trip out of this. Meredith, you didn't pay for this fucking trip. No, Meredith didn't pay for it. We all know how it works. <laughs> so quit acting as if you've gifted her this free trip. Yeah. I doubt she gifted the t-shirts. I'm sure the t-shirts were covered too. The t-shirts you can probably purchase in her store next to the dusty jewelry. <laughs> the dusty jewelry is the jewelry uh, dusty i don't know i don't i have no idea i've never been to the store but that's just what angie said so i was copying it i'm not shading your store meredith i'm sure it's wonderful i, I don't have a store i have my whole closet's dusty and i have an issue with hanging <laughs> things back up so it's the it's a whole thing but anyways then they all dress up as drag queens um whitney is little girl Mm -hmm. Monica is Jersey Mariah. Angie oh. is Anita Invite. Heather is Dolly's Pride. And Meredith, Lisa, and Mary are not <laughs> dressed up. And Lisa got her glam done. I have a suspicion. One, I think that Meredith used Lisa's glam team. You think? For that night. Yeah. Well, I mean, her makeup was done well. I like how she made it like she went like above and beyond. Because there yeah. was like a little She's bit of like, pink like but this. But there's like a little pink right here. It's, it's a lot. But I love how she comes out in a blazer. But it has bling on it. So I guess that makes it drag. Like she's business casual all day, <laughs> yeah. all the time. Like she goes, like she takes naps business casual. Um, What do you think your drag name would be? Oh, I would be like Emily Electra. Electra was on my names of girls, like my girl names to name my kids. And yeah. Edwin was like, Hell no. there's absolutely no way we're naming our daughter Electra. What's yours? Um, I guess, I mean, we'd have to split mine up into two words. Like, I guess we could do like the adore. The adore. <laughs> like, that's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about that. Do you? I, I hate to break it to you. I don't yeah. know that I exude sex appeal. <laughs> yes, you do. You can. You just need a better name. Well, then come up one with one for me. I got to think about it. That'll be my homework. I don't know. The wig would have like freaked me out a little. It did look like it weighed forty pounds. And well, probably once had a I lot saw the wig falling back on Monica, yeah, and so I could see her real hair and the wig. Yeah, the wig seemed less appetizing to me. Monica's <laughs> just, eyebrows were also concerning. Oh my to gosh, me. she! I don't. She, she looked like a cartoon character. Like Whitney looked pretty, and I thought Heather looked pretty, but then I thought Monica looked like a cartoon character. It was. It was a lot. It, it was, was. I couldn't. 
I couldn't take her seriously. And she kept arguing with people with that face and those eyebrows and that hair. And I just couldn't, I couldn't look at it. What was the Jetsons daughter like with the blonde hair? I don't know. Ugh, Judy. Judy. She was like Judy Jetson, like after a rough night. Like it was like, um, <laughs> uh, but then, um, Angie felt like she was auditioning for Jim and the holograms, but I thought she looked good. <laughs> Jim and the holograms. Um, I love, I used to watch Jim. I know. That's how me old too. I am. <laughs> I am. Well, we're both old. Uh, but then Monica gets emotional and tells Lisa that the ring is hard for her. Monica says it's so tone deaf. Lisa says she's not perfect. She works her ass off and she's not going to apologize for herself. Lisa says you can't, you think I can't relate to middle-class America because I can. Monica says that middle-class people don't have $60,000 rings. Do you agree with what Monica is trying to say to Lisa? Uh, I do. I think, I think she was trying to tell her to tone down the constant talking about what things cost, which I understand. But again, I don't think that Lisa needs to apologize for having money or having a lot of money or spending money. But I do love how in the same like two minute segment segment like she's talking like she talked about how much she spent on glam and her ring and her flying her you know makeup artist out and then talking about how she does relate to middle america all like with all within like the same time frame i thought was interesting (laughs) well emily she did do one wendy's ad so she is now the face of middle america the face of wendy's and french fries Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age. But it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the nourishing oat milk and vanilla body cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Then Whitney tells Meredith that every time someone tries to bring something up to her, she says something she can't deal with. She is going through something. Whitney wanted Meredith to get into drag with them. Meredith said she had a shooting pain in her head, so she was not going to put a wig on. That part I do get. But then Whitney says it's either someone's three-year-old grandson or a headache. Meredith says, don't you fucking go there, you monster. (laughs) Do you agree with Whitney that Meredith constantly deflects confrontation. Um, but like all I could really think about is that Meredith has another career. She As, should be a voiceover actor. I mean, or like she, the exorcist. Yeah. Like she should be in the next Halloween movie, Don't but you just go her voice. There. Don't you go there. Don't, don't talk to me like that. 
But did we already know about the three-year-old? Because I was confused. Like, is the three-year-old a reference to something that's actually going? No, I, I, I understand what Wendy said. I agreed with what she said because I feel like every time Meredith gets like to level 10 and she's mad, then she does she she leaves and then she brings up that there's like things going on in her life that she can't talk about and it always has to do with other people's situation like she knows someone who yeah like, has a kid who's going through something or you know and then about kid and, and listen kids being disabled for life is heartbreaking well we could we <laughs> we could all make arguments that everything we're talking about and arguing about is petty compared to what other people are going through in life i mean right but in the same token so is going to ask your waiter to be a security guard and remove people (laughs) from dinners um but either way then aired angie says that meredith is rude and classless and meredith calls her vile and disgusting uh meredith calls angie a pit bull whitney says to not call a woman that and then angie talks to monica and monica says don't put your fingers in my face and then angie says you were her assistant monica says you can't be someone's assistant if you don't pay them no that's even that's lower than assistant that's so but according to bethany bethany pays her interns more than the real house than the cast of vanderpump rules so oh yeah Oh yeah, that she said that. Well, she'd that be quote. broke. <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, shit. Can I be her intern? Right. We could intern. <laughs> We're fine. I'm ready. I've gotten a release from Consuela first, so. <laughs> um, but what's what's worse, being called a pit bull or a snuffleupagus? Oh, a snuffleupagus. I I don't know if I would take pit bull as derogatory so much. I feel like pit bull means that you're a, I mean, a fighter. Probably, Probably too a little aggressive, but at least you stand up for yourself and you know who you are, you know, and you're assertive and um, you get shit done. Yeah. I mean, pit bulls, you know, people kind of step away when they see them. I like that. I'd like to walk down the street and people take a little sidestep. Like, I'm clearly not a poodle. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much okay. I think with any dog reference. I love dogs. So I'd rather be any kind of dog than a snuffleupagus. I agree. Um, but one thing that we didn't discuss this entire episode is Heather. But like, is Heather just so hungover that she can't participate? But what I have noticed is last season, I did not like Heather. Like yeah. she took a, she was just so Jen Shaw. And I hate when people say ride or die and that kind of shit. So yeah. She really bugged me. But I'm, she's, I said to one of my friends, I'm like, Heather's back. She's really likable this season. That's because she's goes, not talking. Yeah. <laughs> sad. He goes, it's because she's not talking. So yeah. she's not bugging you. Yeah. But I mean, what- I I didn't find her to say or do anything in this episode that was funny or anything. I did like the last episode. Is that at the dinner where she had her hat on crooked and she was drunk on the yeah, just puking her, water just her through faces her legs. at dinner were funny for me. I just thought that I thought she was funny then. But no, this episode, I don't she she dressed in drag and I think that was it. I don't feel like there was any opinion conversation there wasn't really anything going on with her but now that you say it i can't even and this is a bad thing like this is like a a jessel type comment i can't even remember her drag outfit she was like the dolly parton one oh yeah 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 but either way i think she's she's taking a little step back because she wants the fans to now rally like she seems to be team everybody at this point yeah except angie Oh, she does yeah. have she does have her issues with Angie, which I, I don't know. I feel like there's more there because clearly they have a lot of history. They went to high school together. So I think maybe there's more things. Oh, on Watch What Happens Live, uh, Andy asked something along the lines of, you know, you did bring up Angie's relationship. And Meredith says, I actually never share what it is that I know. And Andy goes, but did you though and she goes oh no that's something completely different what i really know i didn't share so in my opinion when you say something like that it makes it actually seem worse than what it could ever be 
So apparently we're going to get something about her husband, but it's not as bad as what Meredith potentially knows. And I'm just like, either shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Like I don't, because you know what it is? It's when people do things like that, they're trying to, they're trying the intent is to tell you that there's bad things out there. They want someone to think badly of someone else, but they don't want it to come back on them. So then they try to redeem themselves by saying, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. I wouldn't do that. And I don't like that. Take a position. Take a position. And if you really want to try to take somebody down, take them down, give us all the information. Or shut up. Or zip it. But even saying that on Watch What Happens Live pissed me off again. I don't know why I'm having a hard time getting on board with Meredith and the way that she handles things. And that that that's my stance. But I, I did feel like Salt Lake was significantly better episode than New York this week. I thought so, too. Watching them back to back. I, I actually enjoy Salt Lake, even though they're... And Monica, I can't tell if I like her or not. Do you? I do, and then I don't, and then I do, and then I don't. And maybe that's what makes a good housewife, where you're just kind of like, I like her a lot. She's funny. Oh, my God, she irritates me. I like her. She irritates me. I think I like her in the scenes where she's being somewhat vulnerable and, Mm -hmm. like, mocking herself. I think when she's trying to come for Angie or other people, I feel like it feels too forced for how little amount of time she knows everybody like give it a little bit more time because it's giving Courtney from Atlanta for me like when you come in your first season and granted you and I both got it our first season like you get love but then you also get like oh they're boring or they're this or they're that yeah I would rather that at first yeah than a try hard no, I agree. And I always was the, the, you know, the, what is it? The tortoise wins the race because when you come in hard, but you you don't have really, I didn't have relationships with these women when I came on the show. I don't know them. I don't know them at all. So when so, you come hard at people that you don't know, then I think you make yourself look like an ass. So I think it's always better to, to err on the side of safety where you're like, I'm going to get to know these women a little first. Unless you're on two T's in a pod and you're just commenting on complete strangers on a television show. Then it's perfectly acceptable. Then it's fine because we like to be hypocritical. So on that note, you guys, we will be back next week. We've got a lot of fun stuff. We'll be recapping these two episodes. Uh, I will have Sonia from Real Housewives of Atlanta on, who actually, I'm going to talk to her about the reunion look. So make sure that you tune in um, and get all those juicy details as well. Thanks, you guys. And I am off to enjoy Cabo. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.